Welcome to Movie Heaven, Movie Hell with me, Simon Aiken, and... And I'm Keith Isles, and we are both independent filmmakers who enjoy discussing movie franchises and connected media. And for this Predator special, we are really pleased to welcome back to the podcast Aaron Percival from the AVP Galaxy website. So uh, welcome, Aaron. Thank you for inviting me back on, and hello to all your listeners. Yes, well, I mean, uh, obviously we had you on last, about well, probably about a year ago, just over a year ago, when we talked about Alien Covenant, and uh, uh, we, 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 we put that one to rights. And, um, <laughs> yes, uh, a.k.a. the uh, uh, Ridley Scott uh, support group. <laughs> exactly, there you go. And, and I, although I love Ridley, even though you know I have problems with that with that that film, but anyway, um, and uh, yeah, you know, with the um, recent release of The Predator in the cinemas uh, playing now, as you're listening to this podcast, we thought uh, that's another franchise that we should talk about, and it, it just felt fitting to get uh you know the the, the sort of resident uh expert to uh to join us on it so so aaron for anyone who didn't hear the other uh podcast and shame on them if they didn't but um do you want to just start by letting our listeners know a little bit about yourself what you do and what avp galaxy is sure i will try and condense this <laughs> um, the name's aaron percival has um already said i go by the alias of corporal hicks online and i co-run alien vs predator galaxy avpgalaxy.net which is pretty much the longest running and i guess largest these days uh, alien and predator fan community online uh, spread across all the different social medias and all the different platforms um which keeps me busy um <laughs> so yeah, uh, obviously we spend a lot of time reporting on new films and new media and stuff like that coming up, or the books, or the games, uh, anything like that. And the Predator and Shane Black's been keeping me busy for the last year or so. I bet it has. <laughs> so um, I think we also need to say at the beginning of this podcast is uh, we've discussed briefly. Uh, we well we we haven't really discussed anything about the films themselves but we have said that uh, this is probably going to be a spoilerific podcast so if you're a big fan of the predator franchise i can't think of any reason why you'd be listening to this otherwise but uh, if, if you are and you haven't seen any of the films or, or most definitely the most recent one the predator um you might want to actually, uh, you know, listen to this once you've seen the movie, because we are going to be discussing plot details, character details and the climax of the film. So um, you've, you've been warned, folks. <laughs> I had to resist a groan then. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the mention of the end. Yes. Well, yes. Yeah. OK. So, well, I mean, before we get to the Predator then, um let's just do a uh a sort of very overview journey of 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 the films leading up to this and i'm sure we'll get into um uh other media and you know books and comics and stuff like that further down the track but um always ask our guests this first because uh you, you know you're our guest and we're glad to have you on but you wouldn't be running a, uh, a fan site if you weren't a big fan of uh, 
Alien and Predator. So, um, yeah, just give us a little bit of uh, sort of your journey, um, how you how you came to find this franchise, because I think you're a little younger than than Simon and I. So, um, you know, when you first saw it and uh, how you got involved with it. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm 29 next month, so uh, I'm I'm a bit younger than you. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Yes. Yeah, so Predator, I came to it through Alien. Um, Alien's an even longer story, um, but it, it was through Alien and the Alien vs. Predator games that I was first exposed to Predator, played the games, and naturally I wanted to know what this other creature was, this other this other series was that would be uh, sharing screen time with my Alien. Um, and... My father had the first one on VHS, and I remember watching that on uh, on my VHS player that was older than me. Uh, funnily enough, it was actually uh, the VHS player my dad brought with his first ever wage packet when he was a kid. That it was that old, um, but yeah. So it, it, I watched that, and then I heard all about this mythical alien head in Predator Two, and I borrowed again vhs i'm still pretty old guys um <laughs> borrowed the vhs from a school friend and i always remember uh, predator 2 having a pretty bad rap um but i enjoyed it from that first watch to be honest both both of them i i obviously enjoyed from the very first watch so even though it was through alien that i explored them um i did fall in love with them for being there and you know entirely their own thing and like Alien as well, the, the films are very different in tone as, as they progress, even more so with um, with The Predator, which I suppose tonally you could kind of call the Alien Resurrection of the Predator series. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Although, to be honest, I think I found The Predator more enjoyable than Resurrection. But, yeah. Um, Fair enough. So, you know, that's the short story. All right. And what, what, and what about you, Simon? I mean... Uh, you're clearly a big fan of this as well. I'm sure we've 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 talked about it before on, or we've mentioned it on various um, episodes, haven't we? Yes. The first film. Yes. Um, well, as I mentioned in the last podcast, uh, when I was a teenager, me and my friends would um, talk a lot about uh, films, and it was, uh, you know, mainly the sort of Arnie films, you know, Terminator, Commando, and Predator. And, of course, at the time, CBS Fox had brought out, like, uh, a collection of Arnie films which had Raw Deal, Commando and Predator. And mm-hmm. I was able to, to get those for Christmas. I, I don't know how I did it, but I convinced my mum to get me these 18-rated films when I was, like, 13. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, I, you know, Predator, out of the three of them, was the one I used to watch the most, even though I'm... I really enjoy Raw Deal. I mean, Commando is is a, a lot of fun, but uh, Raw Deal is, uh, you know, I, I really enjoy because well, it was uh, one of your picks, wasn't it? Yeah. When we when we yeah. went there, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so um, I, I really enjoyed, you know, so Predator. I got I watched a lot, and we used to quote the lines and all that stuff. And then um, and then the, I remember the video came came out for the Commodore sixty four. And I didn't own I didn't own a Commodore sixty four. I was one of these kids that had went from an Acorn Electron and jumped straight to uh, a Commodore Amiga. So it was quite 
uh, technology-wise, it was a huge leap from one to the other, you know, going from tape to to disc. Um, But uh, it was only a few years later after seeing Predator, uh, owning Predator on VHS, that Predator 2 came out. So I immediately, when it was available for rental, you know, went down my shop and, you know, was able to rent the copy. It's, you know, it's amazing what we got away with when we were kids because, you know, I still wasn't 18, yet I was able to rent 18 films. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes, my video rental store was very understanding. <laughs> and um, again, so I I really enjoy uh, Predator 2. Um, it was, they, you know, it was great that they can sort of continue the story and brought it into a city. Now, um in the lead up to it i remember actually reading the uh the predator comic from dark horse called urban jungle where which predator 2 is kind of based on I mean, they don't go there fully because um in the comic book it's dutch's brother who's the cop and um there's this whole bit where there's actually multiple predators you can actually um Dutch's brother is able to get one of the Predator helmets and he can see that there's these ships floating over the sea and you know it's like wow is they're, they're doing that as a film that's going to be great and of course they, they had to change it for budgetary reasons because what you can do in a comic book some at the time you couldn't really do um, you know practically as a film so you know but I, I enjoyed the film for what it was I mean <laughs> again it's another quotable film i mean especially gary boosie you know <laughs> the lions the tigers <laughs> oh my <laughs> and um yes yeah, so um and then of course dark horse did aliens versus predator comic book and that was really good and i really enjoyed that and i played the uh video games uh when i bought a pc the game that came with it was alien versus predator so you know that was a lot of fun. I mean, I always preferred playing as the Colonial Marine because that was a lot more... that um, had a lot more tension to it than playing the Predator or the Alien. The Predator, you were kind, you felt a bit more invincible and the Alien was, wasn't that fun to play, to tell the <laughs> it, truth. It was sickness-inducing until <laughs> yeah. you got used to it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, the speed of those, those games. Yes, <laughs> I mean, because you were crawling up the walls and stuff. And, of course, it's all... Um, first person point of view so it's a bit uh. I mean I I, I haven't played the sort of the other games that came after it but uh, I I think there was was there like a third person view when it came to it or was it always first person AVP has pretty much always been first person there's okay. there's, there's been a couple of side um, shoot offs there's been an RTS there was a really cheap and quick um tie into the second avp movie that was third person but there was a really good um predator game actually which was uh, it had the same title as the comic it was concrete jungle oh Um, but it wasn't based on it it was it it was in the future and whatever um slightly in the future but that was that was actually really good uh, for what it was yeah yeah i mean that that's always been the fun thing looking back at predator 2 that they saw that as the um, for the future from from when it was made. Uh, it's kind of, we've, we've, <laughs> yes. gone, we've we've gone past that now, and it, LA has not become a cesspit 
or has yeah. it? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they keep those gang wars quiet. <laughs> but and we re- uh, and we re- and we really missed the fashion with the shiny coats and the hats, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, again, yeah. it's it's enjoyable, and it's it, they, they, at least it's they, yeah, at least they knew, you know. Again, we got another great. It's a, you know they 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 knew how to do the predator, and this and I think that was the last time they really got to do the predator properly because from that point onwards, when we got the two AVP films, the the you know the the predator became more of like a like a wrestler. You know, they they were sort of cumbersome and uh, they didn't seem to be that agile. They didn't, you know, they just sort of throwing. They were with the fights with the alien. They just sort of threw them around and smashing them up against thing. It did look like, especially the first one, it looked like, you know, that the predator was like a wrestler throwing his opponent about. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, uh, they so, leaned it down for the second one, fortunately. But ooh. yeah, the the first one it was bulked up as. Hell. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, the 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 second one was just an absolute mess. I mean, they, you know, the 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 predator in that was a lot better than the other ones, but it was just again, you're talking about requiem now, requiem, yeah? yeah, 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 okay. And then of course we, and then when predators came out, that was a lot of fun. That felt more like the original predator, though. I never bought Adrian Brody. As you know, the the character is playing. Not that I'm not saying that he had to be like a bulked up Arnie character, but he, they they didn't. The character didn't seem to fit him. He was trying to be the Arnie character, but he just didn't have the build for it. I mean, he even did the whole thing of covering himself in mud, bare chested, and it just it it. it, it <laughs> yeah it just for me it didn't work I mean it's I, there was a couple of things in that film that I think they could have done a lot better that, that, that they didn't do And but it's it's still an enjoyable film I mean I have I have problems with the the sort of the the other Predators they introduce into this and the way that they treat the original Predator I, I it, it, it it, it, yeah, you have to remember, yeah. Adrian Brody was an Academy Award-winning yes, actor. He was, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> what? Well, where, where Arnie had the brawn, <laughs> um, Adrian Brody had the gold statue, right? <laughs> yeah. Problem with that film so, is it was made so fast and so cheap as well. So, you know, you've got. Um, I don't normally like to focus on actors. Um, physiques and physical appearances for, for films and stuff. But when you have Lawrence Fishburne as a guy that's supposedly been there for <laughs> yes. several years, <laughs> surviving on scraps and whatever he can get. And he was holding reserves. I, I think, I think it, he, he was not only killing uh, the other, other people he came across for their equipment, but I think he was dining on them as well. Cause he, he oh. was, he was quite, you know, you know, he, he looked like he was eating quite well. And how fitting that he ended up in Hannibal. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. But um, I, I, I mean, I just briefly want to say that the I, I didn't like the new predators. You know, the the spider mouth predators. They they look ridiculous, and um, and unfortunately, this is a problem that they've continued with the predator. 
where it's they just it's like they have this really well designed character and they go well it that's yeah that, yeah well the audiences have seen that but we we've got to give them something bigger better and the the bigger ones just they just look terrible mm-hmm. uh, i mean I, I am jumping ahead a little bit but i have you to say you are yeah yeah i just want to say that the, the in the predator the the new uh model just looks awful but Fair there enough. you go that's my whole experience with uh <laughs> predator <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so you you're, you're very mixed on it then like uh like um most of us i think but yes, yeah i yeah. mean for, for 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 me um obviously uh i've got very fond memories of getting an ex rental vhs copy of uh predator and it was it was in that golden time when cbs fox they did that and they also it was around the time that die hard came out as well uh you know both john mctiernan films and um uh, they did this thing where they also had a separate video cassette that had a what would now be called an EPK. It was just a sort of very brief behind the scenes promotional uh, video with it, um, which at the time I thought was absolutely amazing, you know, uh, because, you know, it was hard to get behind the scenes stuff for, for some of your favorite films. So, um, uh, you know, I have a I have a you know, really fond memory of that for sure. Um, and then, uh, I didn't actually play any of the video games. Uh, I was a ZX spectrum child, uh, during the home, (laughs) home computer phase when I was at school. Um, and, uh, I was, I was aware of the, you know, the dark horse comics from the, like you, like you've already mentioned the alien comics and whatever, and, and knew that there was, um, uh, you know, predator um, crossovers and and sort of tie-ins and stuff with that. And I remember when it when it came to the second film, I, I was very lucky because our local cinema that I used to attend um, actually would do a lot of sort of late night double bill screenings, oh, okay. and they actually did a um, a predator double bill. So I was able to see. Uh, both of those films on the big screen, which which was you know wonderful because mm. this was before the uh, the widescreen editions or anything were available on 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 VHS, um, and you, you know as like you guys, um, I very much enjoyed the uh, second film. You, you know I didn't have a problem with it at all. I liked the fact they did something a bit different. Um, and you know, you know, I liked Danny Glover from the um, from the Lethal Weapon films. It was good to see him playing more his age rather than playing someone older for once. And um, uh, you know, I thought he was a good foil for them, and you know, worked well in the franchise as well. So I was always I was always a big fan of all of that. I also really liked the production design um, of the alien ship at the end of predator two hmm. um oh sorry the predator ship at the end of predator two should i say because um you, you know it really was of another world you know it, it, it that that was one of the things that uh you know they they, they retcon slightly in the avp films and yeah. also it uh, in the predator as well um and I, I sort of preferred that more sort of um out of this world design 
that they that they done with that and then of course obviously we had the the, the trophy case with the with the alien skull which was which was which was a great little easter egg um you, you know back then so i really loved those two movies and i was always excited to see more um alien versus predator films i was more in love with the idea than i was the the the, the finished products if that makes sense um I didn't totally hate the first one, um, although it did make for for me the first two Predator films. I don't know whether it was just when I was younger or what, but I saw that the Predator sort of scared me in the way that the Alien did in the in in the first two Alien films, and. Um, when I, I don't know the sort of viewpoint of the of the first alien versus predator film kind of you know turned the predator into a bit of a hero and and, and whatever and um i don't know it kind of ruined it a little bit for me because I, as i said i'd always found the predator as scary as the alien and i thought wow putting those two together is a scary combination but yeah. I, I felt that the film kind of well it did like you said simon it kind of turned it into sort of a a, a tongue-in-cheek wrestling match in some respects yes. and um and and both of those films were you know just okay um although you know i bought them on home media and watched all the special features and was still kind of uh, you, you know obsessed and blown away by it even though slightly disappointed and then the, the same reaction for me with predators which uh you know, we, we hoped would be like the aliens of the uh, of, of that franchise. And again, I, I kind of I had I need to rewatch it. I've only seen it two, maybe three times, but uh, I was disappointed by it. Um, I I felt that the characters did stupid things like knowing they only had a limited amount of ammo, but then would start firing into the forest like you know obviously to try and homage the first film i yeah. guess but it didn't make any sense in the uh in the in the situation they were in yeah um i also had a problem with which they sort of wrecked on in uh the predator actually was that the, the dog things um in in predators to my knowledge anyway to my understanding and my memory of it they they bled red which I had a real problem with because I thought, well, hold on a second. Surely they'd have that sort of a luminescent green, yellow blood that the predator would have because they're from the same planet, you know, and, and, and all this sort of thing. Well, I noticed in the new film, that was something that they did, they did have, but, uh, um, so I, I had a bit of a problem with predators. I wanted it to be better than it was. And, uh, and we'll get on to the predator. I won't, I won't spoil that now <laughs> until we get into that discussion, but yeah, so so I've I've kind of got um mixed feelings about the franchise. For for me the the Predator franchise is very much like my relationship with the Alien franchise is I absolutely love it and everything about it, but the only two films that to me are perfect and I really love are the first two and then the rest of it is flawed in some way or the other and that's kind of how I feel about you know mm. both franchises. Yeah, they they both suffer from diminishing returns with their sequels. Sometimes it's it's back to that old thing again, like we talk about with 
with superheroes and with Darth Vader and all, all this sort of stuff is sometimes the more you know about a character or, or where it comes from, when the mystery starts to get taken away, it starts to get less interesting. I don't know. For, for me, anyway, well, it yeah. certainly did with the with the alien and, and with the predator. Well, I, so. I heard this today, and I think this is a, a, a great description of what the predator was, especially in the first one. Uh, the predator in the first one was like death from the point of view that it could come from anywhere that it was invisible but it was always ever present and you yeah. you got that with the first two films but every other film after that you don't i mean that was yeah. that was one of my problems with predators was you didn't feel the f- that they were there all the time like you did in the first two films it, it was a weird thing. Yeah, I would it, agree with that. Yeah, it was a weird thing. They were put onto this planet, and you know, okay, this is a predator hunting ground, and yet you never really felt the sense that the predators were there for quite a while. I mean, the the characters they're, they're were running just, from them. Yeah, but I mean, they yeah. were just wandering around. I mean, apart from a few traps or stuff, there's, I, you know, if I was to make predators, I would have had somebody be killed immediately by one of the predators, and then you'd know they're there. The characters may not know what's what's hunting them, but they, you know, as an audience, you know, and you know, you know, those characters will be a bit more on edge because for the, you know, for I think first twenty minutes or so, you know, apart from there being a few traps and you get the sort of eight, the predator dogs. There's you, one in the trees, but it doesn't really hold on it long enough. Right. So you know when um, Danny Trejo's character. Oh dies. yes, yeah, and there's that whole. Uh, you, you can hear him calling out even though he's mm. dead. Yeah, yeah. there's one yeah. sort of hanging in the trees, but it doesn't really focus on it. I, I think that, you know, both John McTiernan and Anne Stephen Hopkins met, you, you know, that those, the, both of those first films, the first two films are very well made and very well directed. And uh, I, I think, you know, having um, the one predator being a, you know, a huge threat, um, you know, an insurmountable force almost is, is, is what makes those films quite special. And I think, um, it's, it's become more comic booky, uh, in, in the latter films, um, to its detriment a little bit, I think, Mm. but that's just me, you know? (laughs) I mean, the, the thing about the first two films is that they were both written by the same writers so this is true yes uh, this is always going to be a big help because uh especially if you're a a writer who develops the characters in the first place then you you know how they tick it's just this everybody who else who's come on um they don't seem to quite quite get it and so when uh shane black was brought on to do the predator we all thought well here's a guy he you know he was there on the set on the original one so obviously he's going to have a better handle on this than say you know uh paul you know pt anderson or you know paul w.s anderson sorry i don't know why i keep calling him pt anderson yeah paul w.s anderson yes yeah now i would i would love to see a pt anderson predator film that would be yeah, it would be very different <laughs> it would indeed it would indeed sorry aaron were, were you going to say something and i unintentionally cut you off slightly there so apologies 
No worries. Um, I think it was it was to um, Simon's point about starting the film off with the Predator. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I remember rightly, I think one of the early or the early draft that we have of that film actually started with them kidnapping um, Adrian Brody's character. Okay. So so they they did at least consider that at some point. Mm. I mean, I, I I'm one of the few people in the world that loves Predators. Okay. I oh, okay. I know it's flawed. I know there's plenty of things in it I would personally change as well, like um, them being three of these new ones. I wish there was just one. I wish there was one that got blew the hell up, one that got stabbed, the, you know, um, caught up and everything and faced down the main one at the end. It made them seem more competent because otherwise these guys are taken out a, a fair bit too easily. But... I, I do really like that. I like the concept behind it. I like a lot of the mythology that it sort of introduced. Um, and I do actually quite like the new, the main new design in that one is something different. Yeah. I need to rewatch it to be fair. Yeah. I, I haven't watched it and I've got the Blu-ray set with the three, the three films um, that came out a few years ago. And uh, yeah, I need to sit down and revisit predators at some point, but um yeah, uh, I haven't done, but uh, fair enough. <laughs> I just, I must admit, would the the thing, the couple of things that got me with Predators was how they treated the uh, the original Predator. You know, because you you see him sort of tied up, uh, you know, like a punk, and it's just like, oh really? I'm just, you know, I know. Okay, they're bigger Predators, but he still it doesn't come across in the film, though. I don't think. Okay. I, I mean, personally, yeah. I mean that that was the like so much of what is in the Predator yeah. is actually like earlier intents of Predators. Oh, okay. Um, so, but yeah, I, I think right. they've never really got the Predator on Predator conflict as yeah. as, as, as being satisfactory. You know, there's there's a good concept in there to be had, but when when you have them done over so quickly uh, yeah. i mean the, yeah the guy in predators lasts a bit longer and the guy strung up so you, you can kind of fansplain your own um you know justifications for, for how that went down and stuff but at the end of the day it, you want to see it drawn out a bit more don't you, you want to see them both looking formidable yeah well i mean the the, the other thing i mean the a couple more things that I had problems with was I the the waste of the Topher Grace character because he was just like oh I don't know why I'm here I'm all you know I'm just an innocent and all this stuff and then and then at the end he goes oh no I'm actually a serial killer da da I was like <laughs> what a waste of a character we if we could have found if I, if they had introduced that maybe a, a bit earlier you know. It would have made for a more interesting story because then you could have had somebody within the group who, you know, not not only there's a threat from the predators, but there's also a threat from this, you know, this guy who's in your in your group anyway. And it just felt really late in the game to introduce that, you know. Oh, we'll just just to make this end bit a bit more interesting. We'll have him, you know. Um, take the, the the female character and you know put a, a, a knife to her throat and you know inject her with some poison I, it's just like oh, you know it, it just... felt like it needed a few more drafts yeah yeah mm. but that that film was done on such quick turnaround and you can feel it you know it's rough and also um i i also remember the sort of 
the advertising leading up to this, especially the, the shot of Adrian Brody with all the sort of targets appearing on him. Yes, yeah. Yes, that was yeah. like so when I saw when that bit came up, I was like, oh, here we go, and it was just the one. I was like, what? What the fuck? What? You know? And so I don't know what happened there. It's just marketing, weren't it? It's just trying to. Well, it's yeah. It's a shame because because I mean that that was a bit of that was an awesome image. I I, I remember that from yeah. the trailer, and yeah. uh, it, it's it's a shame, you know, like you said, um, Aaron, that this was this was so rushed out because when you think about it, it was twenty years since the 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 last Predator movie. So it's not like they didn't have a lot of time. I mean, the last solo Predator movie, let's, let's not forgetting the AVP stuff. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's a shame to think that, uh, um, y- you know, that they, they did rush it and uh, didn't quite get it right. And, and, I, and I think it does, you can feel it. It doesn't feel, I mean, I don't know whether it's just nostalgia on my part, but, you know, I, I look at those first films, the, the, the first two, and they seem in my eyes, like almost perfect movies. I mean, I know they've got their mistakes and their, you know, their bits and pieces in them, but, but they just seem really, really well structured and well made and just damn fucking entertaining, you know? Um, whereas I just, I don't know. I just didn't feel that with, with, with the other ones. And as I said, I don't know whether it's just cause I look at it now with, with my older filmmaker head on rather than, um, you know, my, uh, you know, youth of, of, of all this stuff being ahead um, and just liking it for a, uh, a good old action sci-fi, you know, thing with a scary monster. Because, because you know, that's kind of how I viewed those original um, Predator films, as with the first two Alien films. You know? Well, the, 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 the original Predator films, well, the, the original Predator film is a slasher film. They, yes. but it's but they what they've done is instead of it being teenage kids, it's like army guys, crack commandos. So, absolutely. So yeah. you have yeah. all this action that's thrown in at the beginning. That's why it's so bombastic because that's they 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 threw everything into that. But then as the film comes along, these guys are stripped. They're stripped of their armor. They're stripped of their their weaponry. That you know, they're stripped of their comrades until it's just arnie versus the predator and it's a very you know it's basic and also the fact there's hardly any dialogue at at the end i mean for everything this film is remembered for you know the one-liners you know if it bleeds we can kill it you know i ain't got time to bleed you know stuff like that this is what it's remembered for but people i think forget sometimes is that as this film comes along it is. It gets very quiet. There's hardly any dialogue. It's a mm. more sophisticated film than I think people tend to give it credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, for for me, next to the first two Terminator films, it's definitely, I think, you know, you know, the best Arnie film out of out of his whole, you know, filmography. I, I always look at the the first two terminators and predator as being mm. you know the absolute top of the pile yeah. for me yeah. um it's not to say i don't enjoy his other films because yeah. i do but you know those are the those are the top of the pile i, I, think, I would include know. conan the barbarian there as well conan the well yes because he was really, perfect really wasn't he for that really yeah good. that's true but john um, milliness did a great job but yeah. i mean i i didn't realize at the time 
But again, I, I heard this recently that the idea for Predator came from a joke. And the joke was that because the Rocky films were getting so big that uh, Rocky, after Rocky Four, the only way he could go was for Rocky to fight an alien. Mm-hmm. And that's where the idea of the Predator came from. <laughs> Is that true? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, well, I mean, it, it worked. I, th- I, th- I think that's one thing we're all totally agreed on is yeah. the first film well the first two films i think were agreed on work i know i know people who hate the second predator um and i just say shame on them yeah. because uh, <laughs> uh i i don't you know some people would say oh it's just the same thing and then other people say it's too different and i'm like well you know i i thought what they did was really smart you know to yeah. to, to set it in the uh and okay, okay yes we've got the sort of you know the the then future Los Angeles is a bit of a joke now. We've actually already passed that, but um, but they did they didn't go too far out there. It was, it, it, you know, it, it still kind of works. And I have to admit, beyond the first two films, and uh, Aaron, you you might be able to help me with this. I am, I have to say, somewhat confused as to what the actual Predator timeline is. Meaning, obviously, the Predator takes place sort of now you know 2018 or, or very contemporary but i'm a bit confused where predators sits in the whole timeline i i i, I don't quite have my head round if that's supposed to be in 2010 or whether that's supposed to be in the future or what i'm a little bit uh, confused by it all really so um yeah i don't know whether there's a definitive answer yeah, that that was contemporary as well um, it, it was was it it okay. was supposed to be 2010 Okay, because I've heard some say that that it was supposed to be slightly in the future, and you know pr- the Predator sits sits in in between sort of Predator Two and Predators, but you, you know I don't really see why. <laughs> it, it, it was it was a comment from Shane Black actually. Uh, right, he, he thought it took place in the future because it was on a different planet. Right, right. So. Okay you know misguided um yeah well i mean <laughs> hey if, if they're able to come to our planet there's no reason why they can't take us to another planet is there so i mean you know that that that's that's fair enough i think that, that's one of... of the things i really liked about that film was the idea of of, of the preserve as well mm-hmm. it's a shame they didn't they didn't play more with um introducing you know other sort of aliens i mean i know there was that one guy but it was barely in it for like 30 seconds i wish they'd have mm you know shown more of that kind of thing especially with the way that predator 2 ends where you know you get to see the the trophy case and see there is more than humanity that these things are poking and stabbing yeah yeah oh, that actually gave me goosebumps at the time as a kid or well as a as a adolescent or whatever you know it's it, uh yeah def- definitely or yeah early teen or whatever it was um but yeah so uh i i love that absolutely well, I mean, okay. that is the other thing as well. Once at the end of Predator Two, that we saw the the rest of the Predator clan, to see that there were other, you know, there were other predators, and um, so when Predators came along, when I heard originally about the concepts, that's what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be you going to see more predators hunting instead of this sort of infighting that was going on uh, between you know bigger predators and the original predator. I mean. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just Hollywood seems to take a good idea and then not use it. 
Well, the, the bigger, badder thing's a bit of an epidemic at the minute, isn't yes. it? Yeah. You know, with Jurassic yeah. World and all that. Yeah. Yes, yes, no. <laughs> the, 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 yeah. the, the Predator infighting, though, has is, is been, been a staple, actually, for quite a while, thanks to the, um, you know, the comics and stuff. Oh, okay. Because um, there's a very popular one is um, a series called Bad Blood, and it's basically this idea that there's a predator that doesn't follow like the other's moral codes and guidelines and hunting rules and, you know, all that kind mm. of crap. Yeah. And there's another one that's essentially the police, the predator police, who's hunting this um, this bad blood, as they call it, down. And both predators and the predator sort of apes on that kind of thing. I mean, the start of the predator is essentially the opening pages of that comic. Okay truncated down quite a lot because of how fast that fell bloody moves but um you know it's been around for a while and it's something i think people would like to see done done well well yeah that's that is a great idea that i mean the whole idea of the you know because the predators have a moral code that that what they would do if one of those one of the predators went against that went its own way so that i'd like to see but this I think Hollywood go well. Audiences wouldn't get that. They just look at the predators and they look very samey. So, what we got to do is we got to have a bigger one, you know, bigger, badder, meaner, you know. And mm-hmm. it's like okay, but what? There's nothing wrong with the original design. Why? Why do we mm. need? You know, because it it just just gets stupid. It's yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good point that you said, Aaron, about it's a bit of a trope at the moment. Yeah. You know, it's a bit of a, a sort of Hollywood trend, you know, whereas a few years back it was like, oh, you've got to destroy a city, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, now, now it's like, oh, you've got to have a, you, you know, a monster 10 times bigger than the monster that, that that's the star of the film or whatever. And uh, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of... Um, it's kind of one of those things. So it's, it's probably quite a good point uh, for us to actually then, I guess, move on and talk talk about the new film. So, yes, you know, go, yeah. go into the spoilerific um, segment and talk about <laughs> The Predator 2018 and uh, yeah. and what we thought about that. I mean, um, Aaron, do you, do you want to, as you're the guest, do you want to start off on that? Sure. <laughs> I'm actually heartbroken by that film because of how much fun it is while you're watching it mm-hmm. and then when it's done and especially as it ends that fucking ending is <laughs> awful yes. awful stuff yeah so you know the, the, I, I i found the film i found the film fun that was the best way i could describe it um you know i did genuinely love um the cast and the characters um and the the humor i know that was an element that um quite a few people had issues with but if it wasn't for those elements i don't i think this film would be just trash to me um because the film moves so fast that you can't think about stuff that's happening and you can you can almost feel you know them in the edit bay trimming it down by the second to you know the last last second that somebody says a piece of dialogue before it moves off onto the next one um Mm -hmm. And then when it's all said and done and you think back to the plot and it's just like, what the, f- yeah. what happened here? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know whether it was the edit, whether it was the, the script, but it was a mess. Yeah, it, it was a mess. I, 
um, I mean, from all reports that the um, the, the, the the shooting script for this wasn't very good. Uh, they, you know, I I give Shane Black his props for trying to change things up a bit, but it's it just felt so much like fucking the Star Wars prequels. It was just too much messing around, too much trying to explain stuff. I mean, it, the the predators now have their own metachlorians. You know, it's like, mm. yeah, why why do we? It's so yeah. There was so I think they went into this with a not very good script, and then of course they had they had a really bad um, preview screening of this, and. You know, and they went back and they sh- reshot the ending, and uh, I-, I know Aaron, you probably know what that original ending was, but do you know Keith? Mm. Uh, I actually don't know what the original ending was. I mean, it's it's very apparent from watching this film, uh, unfortunately, um, that 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 things were reshot because yeah. um, it does feel very very jarring. I can t- I can tell you the point where it kind of does. Um, it's it sort of it's it goes because there's a really horrible cut there's a at in in the the bit by the ship when it's suddenly you know when there's sort of mm-hmm. they he's they just been announced that this countdown's happening and it's suddenly cut like that and then suddenly there's somewhere else it's like well well the the original ending was that there's an area 52 where they've been housing these rebel predators and they actually help in fighting the what are we going to call the the new predator is it the, the, the upgrade the upgrade yeah the uber predator yeah <laughs> no, yes uh, the upgrade. you know so they join forces with the loonies to fight the um the upgraded predator and it's all shot during the day so there's actually bits from the trailer where you see the guys on it like a tank or a uh, armored personnel carrier and firing like big machine guns and stuff and you know you, you actually saw predators you know in kind of like army fatigues and stuff like that so i, I would have been curious to see that because that would have been kind of different i mean i don't know how my reaction would be to it <laughs> it doesn't seem kind of fitting for for predators uh but then the 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 problem with the sort of the 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 main predator we have in this is that he's come to help us yet what does he do he <laughs> keeps skinning killing attacking the people he's supposed to help you know it's it was mm. was he going oh sorry guys i it's, it's i'm a predator that's what i do oh, oh so that, that's a... yeah, yeah especially as we can understand him now <laughs> sorry <laughs> that, that, that's yeah. a victim of the reshoots and the rewrites because mm. he wasn't yeah. he didn't come to help originally um he was there to stop this other predator having what was originally on on his ship because yeah oh my god that the the, the the leak script is batshit. Very crazy. Yeah. Um, and they just like throw a load of new elements to the law. So you know how they add all the, the stuff with the human DNA and everything. Yes, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The idea was that that these guys are or all tinkering with themselves and they had loads of weird hybrids. So those dog things were supposed to be predator dogs, literally predator yeah. hybrid dogs. With Now that's why they've got the dreadlocks and everything. 
So there would have been all these crazy predator spider things and gecko things and that kind of that kind of nonsense. And um, he was just the fugitive uh, predator was just trying to stop the big one from getting all those stuff. So he wasn't there to to help us, and that was something that just cropped up, up in you know yeah. during another reshoot stuff. I mean, it was great that you know that sh- uh, Shane Black got Fred Decker to come back, and you know his his own old writing partner to come and do this. But the the thing was when I was watching this film, it did feel like a Fred Decker film. Now, for those mm-hmm. who don't know, Fred Decker is a director from the uh, he he made two great films in the 80s which is the the monster squad and night the creeps and they they all have a very similar you know story to them they're all about uh you know school kids who are kind of you know they're outsiders they get picked on and they always they always sort of there's always a bully character who gets their comeuppance it's like um fat kid in uh, in the Monster Squad, and in this you got uh, the the kid who's um, got autism, and he kind of gets picked on as well by these these two you know two bullies. I was kind of worried there when when I first saw that scene in the school where you know they set off the fire alarm and he's there on his own and he's he's well the the noise is affecting him. And I'd really thought, oh no, 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 don't, don't go there, guys. You, you don't. This is not the time to have one of those scenes where the bully, you know, beats up the kid. And thankfully, they didn't go there. But it was kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm not quite expecting this in a, in a predator film, but okay. And yeah, I mean, it's mm. yeah, I mean. When when I saw the the sort of press images of the cast and saw there was a kid in there, I was like, okay, there's going to be a kid in the Predator. Then you know this, it's not going to be very gory, then is it? And it was kind of gory, but it was CGI gore, so it was very. It was like everything else. It was very quick. I mean, you had one body mm. that gets strung up, but. You know, you blink and you miss it. I mean, what is it? You know, this seems to be like you were saying about things that Hollywood are doing at the moment. And um, it just seems as well that every frigging blockbuster film that's being made now um, ends up having, you know, extensive reshoots. And, um, you know, some, some of them... Some of them it's fairly invisible in, and then there's others where, you, you know, we talked obviously on, on some of the podcasts about like Justice League, where it's very obvious. And and I, th- I think it was pretty obvious in this one, unfortunately, um, that, yeah. that it had gone through that as well. And it's, it's, it's kind of a shame. I mean, I kind of, part of me, I think we're all kind of on the same page with this um, part of me was hoping, obviously we hadn't discussed this before that, that we'd all be, 
sort of massively disagreeing with one another because it's like the last time we did this was was when uh, we had Ross Shepard on to talk about Solo and we all kind of gushed about it and we all enjoyed it and um, you know the feedback I got from other people was oh you know there's lots of people that think that film sucks and it's a shame one of you didn't think it sucked and uh, <laughs> I was wondering whether 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 one of you guys might actually sort of love this Predator movie and I kind of went in wanting to love it, but I, what I found with it was it was an in, what I call an enjoyable mess. Mm, and, yeah. and the reason I say that I, is, yeah, I mean, I was when I was actually watching it, I really enjoyed it. I had a really good time in the cinema for with it. But the minute that I sort of left the cinema and started thinking about it, be like the fanboy in me wants to, um, you know, I had sort of shitloads of problems with it, particularly, you know, with that last act, you yeah. know, and, um, you, you know, it's a shame because I, I, I like Shane Black and he, in his, in his films generally. And I, I think, you know, I love all his character stuff. I mean, no, normally I have a problem sometimes with, with having too much humor in a, in a, you know, what, what, what needs to be serious but in this case i thought it totally worked because you had you know these that you, you you had a boy with autism a bunch of military misfits and a uh, and a couple of strong female characters and the banter and all of that sort of stuff i thought worked really well i mean it's one of those things shane black does incredibly well and it worked well in this and it didn't seem silly in this because of the um because of the setup of it but there were just other things that seemed silly like you know uh well the the ending that we will come on to in, in detail i'm sure but there was just you, you say about it i felt this as well it, it, yes it moved along at a pace but it moved along at a pace where sometimes you'd be like huh hold on how how long ago did they leave? When did they get there? How did they get a police car? Yeah. What you know? And it, and, it, and it was all kind of confusing. And, and I mean, I, I you know, I, I saw. It's nothing wrong with films moving at a quick pace. I saw a sort of um, mystery thriller, black comedy um, film uh, called a, a simple simple favor, which stars. Blake Lively and uh, Anna Kendrick and oh, that yeah. moves along really really fast really really jumps ahead and moves fast but you you can connect all the dots really well and follow it really well and it works quite nicely whereas this you know I, I'm I'm fairly sort of uh switched on when I'm watching movies but there were bits in it where I'm thinking well hold on a second where did that come from how did they get there oh why did she happen to turn up there oh Oh, was that several days later then, or is this happening mm. the same day? Oh, and yeah. I was really through the whole thing, kind of confused with the um, with with the sort of uh, timeline of the film itself. You yeah, know, and, well, uh, you, you're quite right there because it it feels like the whole thing takes place over a couple of days. Yet, you know, the whole incident in Mexico and uh, our main character being picked up and brought back, you know, it, it literally looks like that. You know, that night the predator ship crashes and he knocks out the predator and then he's in Mexico and he gets, sends the stuff and it arrives that day to his, you know, to his son house, even though they, the, 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 uh, 
the postman says, oh, we've had this in storage for a while and he's got all exactly. these Exactly. It's like, Yeah, what? that's what I didn't get. I was it's like, like hold on the a fu- second. And, you know, so the thing is, the so, 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 <laughs> and, and the main thing as well, so in Mexico, he swallows that little ball device that makes him go yes. invisible and then he and passes he it. it weeks later. Weeks later. <laughs> if, that's, if that's how it's going, but, it, you know, but the way the film is cut, it feels like it is literally the next day. When he poops Good. it out. I'm so glad you guys are saying <laughs> this as well, because I, I, I actually thought, shit, did, when I came out, I was like, mm. oh, did I miss something? Was I, was I too? Because, you know, sometimes because of my head canon being a bit of a mythology geek with, with, with franchises, you know, I, I, when I should be following a film, I'm sometimes thinking, oh, how does that fit in with the other film? And, duh, 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 and you know, doing all those sort of geeky things. And I thought, oh, shit, was I was my mind off doing that? And I missed something. But I didn't, did no, I? It's no. really fucked up, isn't it? It's really <laughs> fucked up. It's, it yeah. is stu- it's, it's studio interference on a, on a major scale. I mean, I think talking about missing stuff did you actually see how sterling k brown died he's like the main the main bad guy yes he he, he turns his head and the gun go, you know the predator gun goes with it doesn't it he blows his own head off i had but, to um, I, 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 I i i saw it but it didn't register and then when the ending did turn up i was like oh where's the villain Right. I, 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 it was pretty oh, quick. I, I must like, admit, they did oh. do it quick. The first time I saw it. Right. Oh, right. Go, oh god, yeah. have you seen this more than once? Hey, I have to. <laughs> oh, have you? Oh, okay. I've, I've not seen it again. I have to admit. Okay. But, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, maybe you can fill in some of the gaps then. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll try to. Because, <laughs> because, because you know, I, I wanted. I was there and I was enjoying it. I was laughing at it. As I said, I found the characterization banter stuff good. That they, they, they they didn't skimp on the violence, but then they sort of did because mm. it was a it was a bit quick in places. And I thought some of the CG was terrible, like on those dog things yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And I had a real problem. You see, that was the other thing. And I don't know why. I don't know whether it was my little fanboy headcanon stuff going on or what. But you know when they had in the last act and they had the reveal of what the, the special weapon that they had, oh, which was going to yeah. thing. Uh, I was there thinking, you thought oh, we were going to tie. Yeah. Hey, well, I was thinking, is it going to be Arnie or yeah. is it going to be something to do with an alien or, you know, was it, and it ended up being like a fucking Iron Man <laughs> suit modeled after a <laughs> did, did you catch And the I was English. like, what? <laughs> did I catch the what? Sorry. The, the English on the pod. No. It's supposed no, to be a predator no. pod, and it, it literally says in English "pod two on it. Oh, oh you see, yeah, I hate <laughs> shit like that. That really annoys me. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't even have the pre- predator um, language. Language. Oh, yeah. and that was the other thing. What did, What were your thoughts on? Uh, I'm not sure. I liked the whole translation thing of the predator language either. I mean, I know that was kind of a major plot thing, but I don't know. It, it again, it took something away from the mystique of of the carrot of the predator yeah race for me i i i kind of had a bit of a problem with that but as an advanced uh, species they've got to be able to communicate so but the the thing is though they were always hunters they had no need to uh to communicate but But, i mean that's yeah i mean it's just that is that weird thing it's that retconning of of those of that species because the end of the day 
they in you know they were an advanced species they you know they've got cloaking they've got spaceships they've got all these weapons but it was all driven to the point so that you know as a species they could go out and hunt now they're talking about well they hunt so they can take the or that whole thing about well you know why they take this the, the the spinal cord of their victims so they can use the dna from it to, to to upgrade themselves i'm like what the fuck no 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 stop retconning the previous films that's the the original predator wasn't going around going well i'll have that one and i'll have that one and i'll have that one and i'll inject it in myself and i'll, I'll make myself better no it's they it was all progress. It was trophies. Yeah, it was trophies, and what yeah. and what made them? What I always saw them, how they sort of evolved, was that if they came up against uh, a species that they couldn't kill, then they would, you know, they would build better weapons or you know, or tactics to go up against that species. So it, this whole idea of them, you know, I mean, the whole thing with trying they they want to capture the kids for his dna i was just like i mean i was like again i was like well are we going to see it like a kid's spine being ripped out his back i don't think so <laughs> so yeah. you know it, it there was no tension in that at all you knew that the the, the kid was going to be fine and rescued i i, I don't know requiem showed us a kid get chest bursted well, yes, but that was just um, in poor taste. But, that was you know. poor taste. Yeah, that that whole film's in poor taste. I mean, the whole yeah. pred alien <laughs> impregnating those uh, the the pregnant women with the chestbusters was ah oh, just I mean a disgusting idea, and also just uh, uh, just a really crappy idea. Well, we thought at the time, but hey, Ridley Scott did one better. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, that, that's the other question is, I, mm. I assume, I mean, again, again, I liked all of the kind of, um, you know, the, the, the references, um, uh, you, you know, the, the, there was the whole things from, you know, get to the chop chopper to your one beautiful motherfucker. I hated or whatever, that as well. Which, no, the, the, no, they're a bit, they're a bit forced. But oh, the one forced. thing that really, the one thing that really, um, I thought was totally wasted, um, a totally wasted opportunity, was having Jake Boozy in this yes. playing yep. Keys's son. Um, yeah. Um, you know, 30 years after the, you know, 25 in the timeline or whatever it is, years afterwards, um, that they really, I felt that was totally wasted. They yeah. they didn't make a big thing of it at all. And yeah. uh, I, I was quite disappointed because I thought, well, in this case, that's fucking brilliant. You've actually got the man's son, mm. you know, playing the character. That's brilliant. And and it was kind of, that was blinking. You, you know, like you said, they were all in your face with things like get to the chopper and one one ugly motherfucker and all that stuff. No. But this, no, no, they, yeah. they, they skipped over completely. It yes. was like, what? why did they do that? I don't get it. Yeah, but, It so, wasn't you know. originally written as him. It, it was a bit part that was repurposed for... Busey. how was it yeah oh well that felt you and you can tell because as i said it had no real it, it it was wasted wasn't it it was totally wasted there's lots of little things in there that would have been fine if they'd have expanded them out i think it feels like not only does it move so fast and you know feel so choppy but there's so many things that it's throwing at you that it doesn't really 
even attempt to develop past an assumption or two sentences of exposition before moving on to some other assumption and of motivation and stuff like that. Like there's there's a whole film around um, you know capturing the predator. Yeah, and it it does that in like the first five minutes. I mean before before this mm. film came out, they did a prequel novel that was a hell right. of a lot better than the, the film ends up being actually. Um, that was about like this this organization and this specialized team that was trained by a survivor from another encounter to go out there and capture a predator um and that was that was phenomenal it was a great book great book um and like there's there's things in that where um you know like you were saying simon about the whole all the predators now capture uh, now take trophies for the the spinal fluid uh, thing um you know the 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 book and Shane Black granted in in Twitter, not in the film, uh, did things like said you know that wasn't all of them. That was just a set faction that was doing that kind of thing. Um, but you wouldn't know that from the film. We, I was no, going to say you we don't know, know that. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, great if you're going to read all the expanded universe stuff. But I know the the film yeah. didn't spell it out at all, and it's and and it does. It it feels like a like you said a, a major recton to the actual. Um, you know, established mythology um, uh, on, on, on the Predator. Yeah, and, it wouldn't uh, have been so bad if it was just, you know, one or two tribes doing it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it just it, it yeah. made it seem like it was the all of them were doing it. I mean, yeah. I, I also want to yeah. sort of talk about sort of Olivia Munn's character. Um, so she's a, a biologist who specialises in sort of alien biology even though she's never met an alien before and um and so you know when you see her in the um the lab and everything yeah very convincing i buy her as a scientist and stuff and that whole sequence when she's having to decontaminate to get out the room means taking her clothes off and she's like you know uh naked and vulnerable and the predator comes in and you think for a second oh is he going to do anything and he doesn't he just and then she picks up this tranquilizer gun and goes storming after him and it's like what and she and from the from that point onward she's like gung-ho you know she's always sort of with the guys with the guns it's like wait wait a minute did i, did I miss something is there something more to this character because I, I was introduced to a scientist i mean scientists are, are known for you know doing science stuff and you know there was a lot of room for that but yet she was also running around shooting guns and, you know, it was like, okay, this is... This, well, yeah. again, it's the other Hollywood thing about girl power at the moment, isn't it? I mean, um, you, 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 you know, I mean, I thought she had a decent character and a fairly, you know, decent character arc. But, I mean, you can tell it's a movie of, of now and not a movie of, hmm. um, you know, when they made the originals because suddenly, you know, you had this group of military misfit men in a hotel room with a uh, you know with a passed out very attractive young woman and uh you, you know obviously they turned it into a complete comedy moment uh, which which you know is a very much a sign of the times I yeah think, that, you know? <laughs> that i had no problems with that that was like, that was fine I no mean, i didn't that was i mean so. that that was kind of funny but i mean it's just this whole you know uh empower it empowered women where it's like they can do anything 
and yet there's no reasoning for it. I mean, I'm not empowered, but a, a str- you know, they strong female characters. I mean, they always refer to Ripley as being a strong female character, but if anything, it wasn't that she could do everything. She she had her weaknesses, and that's one of the things that we I really love about that character is the fact that in in Aliens especially, she starts off in a really vulnerable position she's gone through this ordeal and she is suffering um from it and she's asked to go back and face this and she says no i don't want to go back there but mm-hmm. she does against her better judgment knowing that she knows exactly what she's going into and you know in that film you see her step up and go you know be better than the other men the, the you know the soldiers because they go in like we're gung ho we can deal with anything and then when they face up against the aliens they realize that there are certain things that they can't deal with and she steps yeah. up and she's yeah. believable that's the thing that's amazing i mean ripley's one of the best characters in in cinema history and in, in my opinion yeah, you know you see you see her go fabulous. on an arc you know you yeah. absolutely see her go on, on an absolute story arc in aliens so you don't see that with, you know, the likes of like Ray in Star Wars or with Olivia Munn's character. They just they can do everything and it's not earned. Yeah. And it's just it's No, I agree. Yeah, I agree. And there wasn't time. I mean, this was the mm. problem. You have quite an ensemble in this film. Yeah. Um, and because the film did move along at a rapid pace and, you know, obviously you've got multiple, you know, multiple predators in there as well. Um, th- th- this, this, this was the thing you didn't really, you, you know, other than, other than Boyd Holbrook's character and, you know, and his son, um, but really a lot of the, the rest of the cast don't really get the opportunity to, um, to evolve or develop much because you know just because the film the film doesn't take a breather at all and uh this is the thing you know that 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 was one of my problems with it is i did sort of feel that um yes we got straight into action and really cool action and stuff chasing around and stuff love all that but it just happened really quickly and it was like okay well we haven't other than the boy and the dad, we hadn't really set much else up, really. Um, so, yeah, I, and again, I don't know whether that was a an editorial thing or something from the rewrites and reshoots that that, 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 that happened or whether it was just it wasn't there on the page in the first place. Um, I don't know. Aaron, you might be able to shed some light on that for us. I don't know. I, I don't remember there really being much in the way of arcs for any of the others um, right. at all. I mean, in the finished film, there's at least some slightly thematic deaths, I guess, to it. Like um, uh, Trevante Rhodes' character, um, Nebraska. He, mm-hmm. you know, he's in the loony bin for trying to top himself, but he ends up helping out by killing himself to um, damage the ship. Um, you know, Sterling K. Brown's uh, Traeger ends up being killed by the technology that is coveted. Um, you know, throughout the film, and I did. I liked. Um, I liked uh, Baxley and um, Coyle's death. Um, Thomas Jane and mm. yeah, uh, Keegan Michael Key. I liked their thing because you know their their whole thing was about how they were stuck through each other through you know all the crap that had happened, even though they were always at each other. 
Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the execution was a teeny bit wonky, but uh, you know. I was going to say, I, I, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't feel as sad as I felt I should have done at the end. Uh, you, 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 you know, with with their with their demises. Um, you know, in the same way as as uh, you know, in the first film, as those characters started to get sort of picked off you know you did you, you kind of I, I felt very invested in them from the way that they'd uh, set everything up on the helicopter at the beginning through the you know the, the 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 little assault they did on that um you know camp and stuff and it, it just kind of i just sort of felt obviously it was a much slower paced film but you know in the original film i i, I kind of felt something for all the characters whereas in this I thought they were quite likable and quite funny, but I didn't really feel that I'd got to know them particularly. But uh, I don't know. Maybe that's just me nitpicking. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of uh, well, even even then with the original, yeah. while you get to know them a bit better, they still ultimately just I think personalities. I mean, aside from um, Carl Weathers' character. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've drawn a blank on the name now, Dylan. Um, I think he's the only real one in that film that gets any sense of arc from you mm. know betraying betraying the team and then ultimately going out looking for um, uh, looking for Mac. He's that feels like the only real character arc in in that film to me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I. I, I guess. I guess. Yeah. But, but, um... I, but the thing is, you when when they get killed off, you you do feel some loss. I mean, Bill Duke's character. For Mac, I mean, because he's lost his mate, you know, and he, you see him pine for him, you know, that whole yeah, it gives you the time to understand standard. what he's yeah what he's doing yeah yeah um, yeah I I, I mm. felt this film just didn't take its time with anything which no. was which was kind of uh, you know it's definitely one of my criticisms um, with it and uh, as I said it, it's kind of I've got very mixed feelings because because you know on one level. I had fun watching it and I enjoyed it and I liked some of the things they did were, were cool and you know, it, it, it was okay. But then, uh, you know, when, when, when I actually break it down in my head and, and, and think about it, it's like, and particularly the end, I mean, the ending is terrible. Yes. The ending is, is really friggin' bad. You know, that <laughs> was a studio thing. You know, yeah. that was one of the producers. Yeah. 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 Bastards. I mean, I don't think it was even <laughs> shot by Shane. Shane Black. I don't. I, it doesn't. It doesn't look like it was. I mean, it looks. It's really weird because cinematography in that and the 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 main actor as well looks so different. And also, it's what. So he he kills this predator and stuff, and then suddenly he's promoted to general and head of this project. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And and I and I. And I don't, and I don't feel excited about where this is going <laughs> to no, go because no. it's it's obviously like trying to set up a, a, a the next film. But I sort of think, well, this next film's going to be like you, you, you know um, War Machine Predator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it, it, well, no. exactly. It's kind of it. It just seems a bit shit. You know. You know. It's you know what? Awful, when I awful. when I looked at that suit, it reminded me of two things. First of all. Um, I know. I don't know if you've ever seen in those in some of the gadget shops we have over here, where you got uh, you see those sort of predators that are made out of With metal. The bolts and, yeah, yeah, it looks a lot like that. And also, it, <laughs> also, it looked like Shredder. 
<laughs> See, I thought Iron Man. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's a, certainly like an Iron Man suit, but the the sort of the face of it and everything, it's like, oh, it's like Shredder, isn't it? <laughs> it's just like yeah, fucking uh, dreadlocks. Those robot mm. dreadlocks. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I know. It's just oh yeah, it was just it was super bad. I mean, the yeah. the ending the ending ruined it. You, you know what what was what had its flaws but was quite entertaining um and fast paced and okay a tad confusing in places but it was still but the the ending really killed it i mean the ending was 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 horrible <laughs> it's, yeah. it's and it just and it didn't feel like a predator film it didn't feel like it should be a, a, a you know in the predator mythology at all it's kind of like uh yeah, you, you, you know, I, I just want to forget this, this end. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's such a shame. Such a shame. Yeah, I, I must admit, when I, I won't be getting this on Blu-ray or anything. Um, I think if it comes on TV, I might watch it to a point because I, you know, I did. It was an, it was an enjoyable ride when it was happening, but it's so many problems. It's like Star Trek for me, the reboot, um, where I do really enjoy it as it's happening and I do like the characters, but the, the as, as everything's happening, as the plot happens, you know, it frustrates the hell out of me when I try and think about it. That, that's what the reboot in Star Trek was like for me. Oh, I mean, I enjoyed the, the first and the third one. The Into Darkness annoyed the, uh, really annoyed me. The yeah, third which one we've, we've, we've yeah, discussed the third, in yeah. depth. <laughs> that, 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 so, it, it was things like you know his super fast promotion and them letting the keep the ship and stuff like that yeah yeah oh they, yeah. they, they, they wasted a few opportunities there for sure but um um the other question i've got with this and i don't know uh, again you know i'm always looking for easter eggs and nods and all this but um when when uh olivia munn's character gets to the lab uh, near the beginning and and obviously there's there's all the evidence that you know for the last 30 years or whatever it is um you, you know these predators and i i did love the thing about the name by the way that that did kind of make me chuckle yeah um but uh you, you know well it's not really a predator is it <laughs> and all this but but um but i i i i noticed that they had like lots of props and stuff now they had the predator guns and stuff is this me looking too deeply into this? Were those the ones that were found at the end of Alien versus Predator Requiem, or are those films nothing to do with this at <laughs> all? <laughs> you, you say that. Um, I don't know if the shoulder cannon was supposed to be from that one. I, I don't think it looked like the pistol they had. But right. on the other side, when she's looking at the spears, right, the, the spear at the very top is um, the one that um scar makes for lex in predator with the alien tail strapped to the end of it yeah right the first avp yeah yeah and then it's the number two uh, predator two spear under that yes well i mean see the thing is i'm not um i haven't watched the avp films for a while and for a minute for well for a minute there (laughs) i thought that one of these predators was scar for a minute because of the the marks on the on the helmet and then I thought, oh, is that the one from the print? And then I thought, no, Keith, 
forget that and just go with the movie because otherwise you're going to get distracted. But, uh, well, you didn't have um, time to be distracted. I mean, Olivia Munn is like, is that, is that, no, no, got to keep going. No, no, come yeah, this way. Yeah. We can't stop and ponder on stuff. We've got to keep going. Yeah. And I think that line just summed up the whole film. No, no, let's not watch this. Let's just keep going. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know where, I mean, I'm, I'm quite frightened as to where it's going to go now. Probably nowhere. You know, I, I, I yeah. have to say, when I went to see this film, there was I, there was me and one other guy in the cinema. Mm-hmm. Okay, I gathered. Okay, this was a week that, but still, it was. It's going to yeah. tank. It's, it's, it's tanking. Yeah. Tank. I mean, if it comes on home media, you see, I'll I'll want to get it if it's got loads of extras and if it's yeah, got that, Shane Black commentary. Because I, 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 I do like Shane Black's commentaries. He's very frank about everything, and. Um, you, you, you know, it would be good to hear about what was changed and what some of the other ideas were and all that stuff. But, it, you know, it's whether or not, you know, uh, fewer and fewer um, releases are now having this sort of stuff. So uh, particularly if the film hasn't done great. So um, d- d- he's not happy with it. No, no, it, it doesn't sound like it at all from, you know, some of the various last interviews he's been given. He just <laughs> so fed up with the entire thing. Uh, what a shame what a shame it's 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 yeah you know it's it's annoying because you do i i know i do i want to i want to love these things and and you know to start with i was a good way into the film thinking oh this is good yeah this is this is i'm happy with this this is this is more like it i'm liking this i'm gonna be saying good things about this and then and then i started getting a bit oh yeah i'm not i'm a little bit confused as to how quickly some of this stuff's taken Mm. place and how did they get there and where did he get a police car from and i started getting all all those things and then and then it got to the end and, and you know the reveal of this um this suit and whatever and i was just like oh come on and then and then yeah i left the cinema and i was just like oh i don't know what what i'm gonna say about this i'm gonna ponder it but uh um but it's interesting it sounds like you know your thoughts are very um are very similar to mine (laughs) on it so um which uh you know i was hope i was hoping one of you was gonna absolutely love it (laughs) and one of you was gonna really hate it to the extreme and uh <laughs> but yeah unfortunately um, a, a turd's a turd it, no matter how entertaining it is i mean it's it's just it's such a shame because i i think if shane black had just stuck with I, I unfortunately you know he had the studio on his back because they wanted this to be a big they wanted it to be a summer blockbuster i mean the fact that they pushed mm-hmm. it back to september was kind of telling that they've had no faith in it but what always gets me is that they fuck around with it and then they have no faith in it. And it's just like, well, if you have no faith in it, why don't you just keep it to be the director's vision? Why did you need to feel to fuck around with it and then just abandon it anyway? Hmm. Well, this is happening you know, much, far yeah. too often. Yeah. And uh, well, I mean, one of the things I will say I did like, I love the fact that Henry Jackman used some of the alan silvestri theme music uh mm-hmm. in, in the score for it i was i was pleased to hear that you know um i thought that uh that worked quite nice uh nicely um but you know i mean i'm grasping at straws now <laughs> to say something to say something really good about it but you know <laughs> what did you think of um, sterling k brown because he was something i really enjoyed in the film yes i did yeah yeah i thought um 
I, I, in fact, to be honest, cast wise, I didn't really have a problem with any of the, um, uh, any of the actors. I thought that they, they all played the roles they were given well. And I thought that most of the dialogue and the, the, the banter and the characterization was pretty good. So, uh, although, although, you know, very unbelievable, <laughs> but, 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 but still kind of fun anyway. But, um, yes, yeah, Sterling K Brown was, was, was sort of stand out for sure. Yeah. I just love yeah. his laugh. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, uh, I'm just sort of cutting here in here for a bit, but, uh, Keith, do you think we should talk about the, the controversy about this film? about the the casting well, uh, of Sean Black's character uh, mate and and the way yeah. that Olivia Munn's been treated afterwards. Yeah, I mean I I've I, I've obviously heard about that. Um I don't know I I don't know too much about it, but I mean it, it's cuz cuz oh, he was um Okay, well what it is is that um there is a scene that's cut out. We all know it's been cut out and that was the yeah. actual introduction to her character. You know the bit when they turn up and they say you come with us and we'll look after the dog. You know yes. like, what dog? Well she was out walking her dog where this guy was hitting on her and the guy who was playing that character as a friend of Shane Black's and he's yeah. also uh, on the uh, sex offenders list. Yeah. And um, yeah. And the, the thing was Olivia Munn and the other actors didn't know this. And when she found out, she made a complaint about it to Fox and Fox, I think did the right thing and asked that scene yes. to be taken out because you know, it, you don't really miss it it's a bit of a weird introduction but it's you know it doesn't really affect the film but then the way that hollywood's reacted to it the 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 way that they've been treating her has been really bad i mean she's been getting a lot of hate for this and a lot of pressure from you know from hollywood not to say anything not to to make it public well, I mean, I think she did the right thing mm. by reporting it to Fox. I think Fox did the right thing, you know, to take the scene out or whatever, because this is the problem. I mean, this is a very delicate situation in, in Hollywood. Well, in all industries, but, you know, it's particularly under the microscope in Hollywood. And, um, you know, everybody, I guess, should be treated the same um for for that but I, I i don't know it's it's awkward isn't it i don't mm. know any of the individuals and uh you, you know who who know who knows there's always there's always two sides to every story um but yes it's it's bad that olivia olivia munn is getting um shit about it because i think she what she did was right and i think ultimately what they uh they decided to do was right um, to cut it and and I don't know what Shane Black's position was on that I've no idea you know I mean I applaud him for uh, for, for, for you know looking after his mates as it were but um, yeah I don't know <laughs> he apparently didn't actually know the extent of what the guy had done right um, and he did um, so when it all came out like Shane Black issued the statement of you know it, it was my mate I was standing by my mate you know he served his time blah 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 but then when he read like the article that came out with that statement and Olivia Munn's stuff and the history of this guy's crime, um, he issued a second one saying, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I didn't know about this. Nobody 
um, my mate had lied to me about the extent of what he'd, he'd actually done um, and had I known I wouldn't have you know I wouldn't have given him the, the work mm. uh, apparently he was in tears at the red carpet about it all Shane mm. Black yeah I mean it's it's very it's very awkward and of course things like this loom shadows over the film as as well but uh they say mm. there's no such thing as bad press when it but there is when it comes to uh sexual related offenses oh mm. yeah definitely yeah and 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 should be but uh mm-hmm. you know it's, i mean she's it's, totally uh, right in her thinking as well isn't it you know it's putting him in a position of i mean it was only a bit part but you know it's putting him up on the the big screen and whatever so you know you can't fault her at all yeah well, no, I mean, I mean, you've got people's careers who are, are, are over because of these things and, and, you know, rightly so or whatever, but uh, it needs to be the same treatment across the board. Yeah. So, well, yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of worrying that you would think after what's been going on with Kevin Spacey and, and uh, Harvey Weinstein that Hollywood would be a bit more open about this and they're still trying to kind of protect their own in some sense because they really didn't want this to come out. You know, mm. there's it was kind of like well, you know, they were trying to shut Olivia Mund up, and it's just like that's, you know, come on guys, it, it that those days are over. If anything, mm. you try and do that now, it it blows up in your face because people will, you know, it, it, it's call foul. Yeah, because the fear of, you know, being blacklisted and not working is kind of not there, but it feels like it's still there. I think. You know, I that, that I don't know if it's if it's happening right now or not, but it feels like Olivia Munn's career might have been taking a little bit of a battering here for for but that. She she came out against um, Brian Singer, didn't she, in the past? So you know, she's very much at the forefront of like calling out on these people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I mean, I don't yeah, I don't know what happened with thing, the Brian. Yeah. 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 I, I I must admit I, I tend to uh you know, um I tend to geek out about the movies themselves and the mate and I and, but the, 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 the whole sort of politics side around all of that stuff, yeah, it's it's kind of uh yeah, it's 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 the side of it's the side of Hollywood that I don't like at all, you know. <laughs> and it's uh yeah. Yeah, but um, it's 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 part and parcel of it. Keith, I mean, you're right it is at the end of the day yeah. um why we get another predator sequel and kind of some sense of a little bit of a reboot as well is that that hollywood doesn't want to spend the time trying to create new stuff they just went well what works what what have we had success with before what are people going to go and see and you know here we are going oh the predator you know we love predator films and here's a new one and then, oh god okay mm. And we do this. Yeah, we, well, keep, I mean, we, we keep we keep getting this. We keep we keep going. You know, we these films are coming out, and we think, oh yeah, this is going to be great, and we go and see it, and it's awful, and we just uh, but we keep going back for it. Yeah, no, and it's been a real summer of those those kind of uh, mm. those kind of films as well. You know, um, but uh, uh, I mean, talk, talking of stuff that, that that ended up on the <laughs> cutting room floor, and obviously for a, for a very different reason. I'm going to hasten to add, but okay. apparently uh, uh, Edward James Olmos yes. was in the film as well, and his scene 
um sadly got cut which which is a shame because i do really like him as an actor yeah so um i don't know too much about that but uh, yeah <laughs> I'm sad. you've got to love a dharma absolutely um but uh yeah so uh I, I don't know too much about that can you shed any light on that aaron do you know much uh, he, about that yeah he was he was the general in charge of the area 52 that simon mentioned um, oh earlier. so it was the it was the original ending stuff then yeah. yes, Fuck, yes i wish yeah. they'd kept that <laughs> well, I'm, I'm hoping that they'll put that in the home release stuff. Uh, I'm not too confident in it because uh, Black had said stuff like um, all the effects weren't done when they'd started the reshoots. Mm-hmm. And it'd probably be expensive to finish them off. But yeah. Well, some of the effects didn't feel like they were finished in the final film. I, I thought some <laughs> of it looked really dodgy. Um, Especially when it bites that guy's head, the, the, the upgrade. when it's uh, Yeah, the yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, this this looks a bit shit, you know. Um, but uh, practical mm. suit looked awesome, though. I thought. Yeah, I, I have to. I yeah. must admit, I um, just being a little nitpicky, but the the whole thing with the predator suit was that they could only camouflage when they had their masks on, and in this film, they could just camouflage whenever they wanted. I mean, the upgrade never wore a mask. You know, you see, when he kills the fugitive predator, you uh, know, uh, when he walks off and when he does that spits and walks off, he just becomes invisible. In in Pete in Predator Two at the end, um, not all of them had masks on when they uh, decloaked. Um, oh, okay. I, th- I don't think the elder. I don't think the elder did definitely. Okay. Right. I, yeah, I'm not too sure about yeah. that. But, okay. uh, I did think. I did think the ball thing was a little weird though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would have made more sorry? sense. The, the, the cloaking ball. The cloaking ball. The, the thing oh, that right, he pooped yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was weird. That was it wouldn't have been so bad if it was just like the gauntlet or whatever. Mm, but yeah. it, it all seemed psychic in it, which was strange as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything just intuited what he wanted it to do. Exactly. And yeah. it's just, it was never the case in the other films. He always used the uh, like controller on his, uh, on his gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, exactly yeah. exactly yeah i mean th- th- there were things that there were a few things that you know previous films had set up which uh you know this this i felt like um it ignored or it see it felt like it ignored some of the stuff but uh i i i you know i don't know and of course they they part of all of this is they want to do something different but at the same time the same and it's it's a fine line thing isn't it so let me ask you i want to ask you guys this question then because obviously we, we we know and we've we've had a whole podcast where we've talked about how um how uh y- y- you know um alien covenant uh you, you know kind of took a big dump on the whole ho- the whole mythology <laughs> and the whole backstory thing yeah. but in 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 your guys head canon um as fans does predator and alien exist in the same universe or or not yeah i i I, for me they they do um i think the crossover films haven't been very successful but that doesn't mean that they can not both exist in the same universe i mean for me well i mean if you believe if you believe covenant they can't (laughs) because because suddenly the whole 
history backstory of the alien has been like sort of cut short to you know 20 years before the first film or whatever it is and nothing existed before that it, so it, it does if you, you just know. don't count those films <laughs> it's just like well right. okay there's alien aliens and then there's predator and predator 2 and just like you've got well, to give rest- it three You've got to give it Alien Three. Uh, I, it's, I, I, I flip flop with with that film. I mean, you know, <laughs> sometimes I, I think it's good and sometimes I don't. I mean, I, the assembly cut is is sort of a better version of it, but it still has its problems. I mean, mm. okay, I, I'll give you Alien. There's 3. continuity issues for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, it kind of completes that that sort of story, but. Um, but yeah, I I I must admit, I really just I don't uh, the uh, Prometheus and Covenant is just like no, the take they, take them away, take them away. I mean, yeah, it, it's so funny to think, isn't it, Aaron? That when I first met you was at that um, alien convention that ADC held, mm-hmm. and. Prometheus was the the thing to talk about, and we were going through the rumors and what was going to happen, and looking at like grainy photographs of sets and stuff, mm-hmm. and thinking, "Oh, this is going to be so good." And what's it going to be about? Is it? Go-? And and now, sort of looking back at it years after its release, you just go, "Oh man, weren't we just duped?" <laughs> uh, that's when we didn't realize that Ridley Scott was only one part in a big machine. Yes. Hmm. well it's again it's back to what i said earlier about you know the more they try and explain you you know you lose the mystery of stuff Mm -hmm. and suddenly the 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 mystery of the uh the space jockey and the derelict ship and the aliens and the backstory and all of that stuff is, is is suddenly um you know explained and condensed and uh yeah just just I don't know, just kind of takes away from, from it. And obviously is very, and is very contradictory with lots of other things that have been set up and spun off and, you know, like this, like this one, um, you know, if, if we were to say that the, this film existed with the, you know, the alien ones and everything, where the fuck are all these, uh, special predator suits? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah. The new, the new ones can't exist in line with, with the old concept i don't think yeah right i mean that's it i just i just think of like prometheus and this one as not being canon it's fan fiction it you know it just (laughs) happens to be by the you know people who were involved in it originally but it's like fan fiction because expensive fan fiction very expensive fan fiction (laughs) but i mean the end of the day you know just you know discount prometheus and you can have that mystery back because Prometheus does not line up with Alien and Aliens. It doesn't line up with it com- at all. And neither does Covenant. So just like, pfft, you know, that's fan fiction. You know, that's somebody's attempt to try and explain it. But nah, that's not it. You know. This- and, what were, and, and what were your thoughts on like, um, you know, God, I'm getting nerdy now. <laughs> but like uh, um, the first Alien versus Predator film you know, trying to sort of link it in with the whole sort of Charles Bishop Wayland character and stuff. I mean, did you think that was shit or did you like it at the time? That whole film was a a car wreck. I went to see it to see how bad the car wreck was. I mean, Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... No, again, just sort of... It's fan fiction. 
it's just, you know it's it's one of those like comic books that you know when the f- another film comes along is like it's not canon anymore it, it's just like you know i i'm sure people really you know like it and but i i just like no nah, it's just it's it's fan fiction it's just you know somebody's idea of oh what would it be like if an alien and a predator fought each other and it was like these <laughs> days i mean the whole i mean the whole f- trying to connect it up with the other films, it, it makes no fucking sense at all. Because, I mean, the whole sort of uh, Bishop Whalen thing, it's like, so what did they do? They they kept him on ice because they ever wanted to make an android in his image? It's just like, and also the fact that at that point he's such an old man that he looks nothing like the Bishop android. Well, yeah, it was that, um, you know, wanting to... Create, creating something in in his own image, but obviously it, it, in his youth or or at a younger point. But, you, but, yeah. but that's but that's a different character to what we like got the, in Prometheus. Like the data thing. I just yeah, yeah it, it, AVPs can't exist with Prometheus's yeah prequel yeah so uh, it, so it's just it, it's it's all a bunch of fan fiction. I mean, just you know, just keep to the original yeah. ones. I guess, I guess I guess you got to look at it like the Halloween films, and you've got the the, the different <laughs> strands uh, 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 of continuity, yes, the different yeah. different different um, different uh, you know legs of it or whatever but uh, uh, what, i mean what about what about you aaron as, as the guy that actually runs the avp galaxy websites i mean does what are your thoughts on all of that sort of thing of all the things those films did i think that was not massively intrusive is yeah it's a bit contrived in the uh, you know the the skywalker kind of way where everything has, in the galaxy has to do with um with the skywalkers it's kind of that in that you know everything in the alien universe has to do with ripley or um whalen yutani yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah but you know they the film at least attempts to you know marry that up in some way because like it you're introduced to his character with the magazine um cover where it says he's the father of modern cybernetics so yeah why the hell wouldn't they make one based on him in the future i can buy that that didn't bother me at all and at the end of the day, it's one of the best things about that film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But of course, you've you've got you've got the, uh, the 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 anomaly across the franchises as well in the fact that you've got the late great Bill Paxton in in both, <laughs> uh, yeah. both franchises. You know, so um, yes. yeah, it's, the, it's, the, it's, the only man to be killed by an alien, a predator, and a Terminator. There you go. Mm. There you go. Um, and. Uh, you know, I don't know. Don't, uh, don't they try? Don't they try and give um, Lance Hendrickson that title as well? I suppose they do, don't they? Yes. but he wasn't. Oh no, he wasn't killed by an alien. He was split in two, but he was still. He still survived. <laughs> Bill Paxton's character well, he was, he was definitely didn't survive. AVP, did we? Right? Did we see Arnie kill him though? <laughs> he only threw him away, if I remember rightly. Um, well, no, because his character, he jumps out with the gun and you just hear, bang! You don't actually see him killed, but you, you know, you get the, um, you certainly, yeah, he, he certainly was killed by the Terminator. Yeah. 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 But I mean, Bill Paxton's deaths are, are um, a lot more spectacular, really, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Bill Paxton throws a golf ball at the Predator. 
<laughs> you know, uh, I like I like his character. I liked in his that character film. too. I mean, um, <laughs> Lance Henriksen. I, he was killed very quickly in Predator A A V P. So, you know, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Interesting, uh, but uh, yeah, but uh, it, it, it is it is a it is a bit of a. Um, messy cocktail isn't it all these films um yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is too much attempt at some fan service and it does get intrusive and messy yeah mm-hmm. the more you try and do it yeah there's all right there's, there is a lot of too much fan service i mean you know it, it's like when it, it's that weird thing it's like well we're doing a predator film so what do we have to have well we have to have the lines you know uh, you're one ugly motherfucker. You gotta, you know, get to the chopper. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. that's not what those films about. They're just one-liners that were, you know, probably mm. made up on the day. There's that's one more. of the worst things sequels do, in my opinion. Yeah. these days. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they all yeah. do it. They all yeah. do the, the the fan service. And I, yeah, I think his fans don't even like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like no, yeah. we, we'd like to see something new. We like to see a different. We don't need to see the same lines or. You know, the whole get to the chopper thing in The Predator was, yeah, it was a joke, but it wasn't funny. And the fact no. that, so you, this is secret army base and they just happen to have, you know, motorcycles, Harley Davidsons just lining around and, a, <laughs> and enough for that they could all get away on them. Yeah, I don't know, it's kind of silly. Yeah. In fact, what was the thing, what was the thing, um, you were saying earlier, Aaron, I, I think it was just before we started recording, actually, where you said something about being a fan versus fandom, because I thought it was a really good point. What what was it? Oh, yeah. I, I, there's a lot of things I enjoy being a fan of, just not being a part of fandom. Right. Yes. Yeah. Now, that's a very good saying, because obviously there's a lot of toxic fandom out there as well now. And um yeah, it's 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 really bizarre. Mm. It's a really bizarre thing. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, it's like um, the the amount of videos on YouTube about why a film is bad are just it, it's so much. And of course, the 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 main one that everybody keeps going back to to say how bad it is is the Last Jedi. And I, I, I can see that. I can see their points. I can see their points on it. But I enjoyed that film. I liked the fact that they, they went and did something different. And I, I get what they were saying about Luke's character and all this kind of stuff. But I still enjoyed the film. But I feel that I shouldn't enjoy the film from seeing all these videos that keep telling me how bad this film is. And I should think this film is bad. <laughs> well yeah that one's that one's quite divisive isn't it <laughs> i think there's a, a sense these days of people aren't allowed opinions that differ to your own and if they do then they're wrong i mean i realize we've probably just spent the last two hours bitching about predator um <laughs> but yeah but i mean we're not I but i'm not begrudge. saying yeah My, complimenting it as well you know the, the good yeah. the good bits um it's just why why expend all that energy on something you dislike is you know my opinion of toxic fandom yeah there's 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 one thing about you know sort of giving your opinion saying what i didn't like it but uh what a lot of these videos are doing is saying 
this film is bad, full stop. And it's like, how can you like this film? And it's just like, that is what I don't like. If you didn't mm. like the film and these are the reasons why you didn't like the film, fine. Mm. But they're, they're yeah. saying it's bad because of these films. This is a bad film. And it's like, well, no, wait a minute. I liked, I, I love this film. I enjoyed it. And it does kind of make you have to sort of, you know, def- you have to sort of, I, it might have been a case that I just liked the film, but now I've got to love the film because I feel I have to defend it against all these people who hate the film, who f- says it's a bad film. It's just a really weird thing. And it's, it seems just like the last couple of years have really have reared its head. Well, that's the internet for you. That's that's social media for you. And, uh, you know, but um, what one one final thing I'd like to talk about or I'd like to dig into a little bit on um, Predator. Uh, and the reason be, it, it is the expanded media. And the reason I say that is um, when we last had you on, Aaron, uh, you recommended um, some of the spin-off alien stuff and you mentioned at the time about there being audio dramas and anybody who knows me knows i like a good audio drama based on um properties that 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 i'm into and um knowing that you were coming back on finally made me get my audible um uh subscription sorted out so i could listen to the first of, of of three audio dramas um called out of the alien out of the shadows which is uh takes place between the uh, between the first two films and um i was actually i have to say i, I it's it's like a four and a half hour so it's it's more like a, a a mini series than a movie i guess um but uh i had to go up to our head office in nottingham and that's from from north london that's like a two and a quarter hour drive each way so it was perfect because i was able to listen to half of it on the way up and half of it on the way back and i was really blown away by this um the production values on on it were really good um you know it was real immersive audio and uh it was it was really well written well performed and well characterized um it was directed by Dirk Maggs, who's kind of a uh, guy who's got a, a, a history with audio dramas. Um, mm, Hitchhiker's Guide, wasn't it? it? Exactly. And he also did the, um, in the sort of 90s, he did the the Doomsday and the Death of Superman and Batman. Oh, he did Independence Nightfall Day as well. That. Yes, he. Oh, yeah. Which was what the the UK one. The uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which, which was quite creative because it was kind of like Ghost Watch. Um, meets independence day it was like one of those sort of or, or meets sort of awesome wells's war of the worlds type um type of idea wasn't it but um but no th- this this was really good i mean it does kind of uh y- y- you know it, it, the story although very entertaining does kind of suffer in the fact that it that it um includes the character of ellen ripley which is obviously bizarre as she's supposed to be in a hyper sleep and they do have kind of a, a way of explaining that. But, um, I have to say the actress that voiced Ellen Ripley in this, um, I literally thought I was listening to Sigourney Weaver. It was, it was un- uncanny 
absolutely brilliant. So I highly recommend this and I'm definitely going to listen to uh, others. These are, these are audible direct productions. And, um, I know there's the three of them out and I hope that more of this stuff continues because, um, I just thought it was really well done. Um, so that's just kind of a long winded way of me asking, <laughs> is there anything on the sort of predator side of things in terms of the expanded media that you would recommend to me and Simon and any of our listeners? Unfortunately, there's no audio dramas um, for these. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> um but in terms of aliens there is there is a fan one that i would recommend um it's only like four or five episodes in but it's it's kicking up quite nicely i'd recommend that one it's called alien solara i'll drop you a link actually if, if you're all oh, right interested. cool um but i there was a book uh, an anthology last year that i i think it was last year that i would wholeheartedly recommend to anybody who enjoys reading uh, media tie-ins which was called um predator if it bleeds um and it's just like um, it's an anthology, loads of short stories from pretty much all over. So there's stuff in the past, there's stuff in uh, samurai times, uh, cowboy times. Um, they tie into the disappearance of a American Civil War general um, whose name's currently escapes me. Um, he got shot by his own men coming back from um, Pan. No, it's not Pan. Whatever. Uh, I don't really know American Civil War history, but that was tied into the real thing. That was. That book was phenomenal. Um, five out of uh, five out of five for me for that. Um, the only other one I always recommend is a book that's now really hard to get hold of. So, um, it's called South China Sea, Predator South China Sea, and that's another five out of uh, five one for me. But unfortunately, that's out of print and it's really hard to get hold of. And we're sort of hoping that Titan will reprint that like they've done all the alien books um the new comic was good uh, predator hunters that was kind of good that's the same sort of concept as what i kind of wish this had been with um, a team going around combating the predators you know they know about them and they track in their activities and stuff like that um but no there's not really a lot you know the predator is is half as much as there is alien um, right yeah and AVP's half as much again as there is Predator. So, you know, Alien's got way more media to it, um, films and expanded universe. Right, right. Fair enough. Fair enough. But some of those stories are quite good. And I mean, that's that's the good thing with, uh, with, with I guess, Predator, unlike what they've sort of done with Alien now, is, is, is because they're, you know, we don't know how long Predator's history has been then you can sort of go back. I mean, obviously they had the thing with the gun, didn't they, in Predator Two? Um, they did a comic on like the yeah, okay, which 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 is really cool. So I mean, technically you could have these uh, these Predator encounters throughout sort of our Earth history, and um, it kind of works and makes sense, particularly as 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 they're invisible and you know uh, we never used to have obviously in in our past the 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 tracking technology and whatever that we have now. So um, it, it kind of seems feasible. And I like that, that they've tied it into things like the American civil war and all that sort of stuff. I think that's quite, um, quite, uh, quite exciting and quite, yeah, makes, makes for good fiction. Yeah. Why not? Well, Keith, <laughs> I have a recommendation for you then. You should okay. check out 
Predator Dark Ages, which is a fan-made oh, yeah. short film. Okay. It's available Fantastic. on YouTube, and yeah, it's it's kind of like it's well made, is it? Yeah, yeah. No, it's, okay. it's it's really fantastic, and you know, it's in some ways it's kind of like what they should really be doing with Predator. I mean, not make it. Let's let's mm-hmm. have a period piece one. Let's have it set in a like you know like Dark Ages or you know with knights or maybe with cowboys and Indians. You know, there's so many different things it can do with it. Instead of mm-hmm. trying to sort of always do it in the modern day. Problem with that is it's inherently more expensive, though, isn't it, to do a period piece? And but the, the amount of money they spent on this new Predator film, they could have done it. True. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, you, you, you know, it's, uh, like you said, they either said it contemporary or they said it in a near future that then doesn't look like that when we get to it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I mean, set, I mean, that was the one thing that Predators did do very well is setting it on another planet entirely, mm. even though it was largely a forest type planet anyway. But, um, you, you, you know, that was that was quite an interesting uh, idea, I guess. Yeah. But um, yeah, but too bad there's no uh, audio dramas that w- that would have been great. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried we're not going to get any more alien ones, to be honest. Have they not? Have they not sold well? Then uh, I, I I don't know how well they've done. It's just a case of the next. They've been doing it as the the last load of books have been released. So those three were the first three that came out of the books, and the next lot that they did was um it was an EVP trilogy, but it was massive, and right. how we'll condense that down, I don't know if it did do it. But then even better was that the next Alien book that came out was um, oh my god this i recommend to everybody um alien the cold forge it's written oh, yes. by uh, written by alex white who it was a phenomenal book really awesome but i don't know if that one would work as well as an audio um piece because there's a lot of a lot of internal monologuing with nothing really you know it's about being quiet it's about like you know the alien isolation kind of experience ah uh, yes Right. And there's a real thing now with with um, uh, expanded media and novels and whatever, where whereas whereas historically it was always, well, these are adventures, but they're non-canon. Right. And all of the sort of major IPs now are saying that, you know, that the, the, the novel stuff is canon because it has to go through story groups and whatever with the studios and the production companies. So, um you, you know, apparently the, the, the alien books that are now that have sort of come out in the last sort of four, four or five years or whatever are are considered um, to be actual canon material rather than just licensed merchandise. merchandise. Is, that Is that right? right? Yeah. And isolation and um, the comics that have come out in the last four years or so as well. Really? Uh, right. I, I mean, I read out the shadows because... Uh... Keith, you got the the books from me last year for my birthday. And oh, it, I did, it, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, it was a fun read, but I didn't consider it to be canon. It's just it, it, it makes no. I mean, it it it's yeah. fun, but it, it makes no fucking sense. And also the fact that Ash is not an AI, he couldn't upload himself to the show, so that didn't. That that's just no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they, they kind of got round the fact that. You know, they had Rutger Hauer in the um, uh, audio drama doing the voice uh, for Ash. And, of course, okay. they obviously Ripley's 
voice is spot on mm. but they, they they actually say about the the, the reason that uh, ash doesn't sound the same is because the ai is speaking through the the computer on the ship rather than the 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 physical voice synthesizer of the um synthetic and all this sort of stuff so they 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 do sort of have i mean the the, the problem with the story is obviously at no point do you feel that Ripley is actually in any danger? Cause we know that she mm. survives it. Yeah. And obviously you, you realize that quite a lot of the other cast and there's a cast of about 12 or, or 15 characters or whatever in this are going to be, um, you, you know, alien fodder <laughs> by the end of it. But, um, but at the same time, it, it was really well produced. I mean, the, 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 the sound design, you, you believed you're in the world of, of the alien films because they used a lot of the, um, you know, the audio effects. Um, a lot of it the, was from isolation, which was great because that thing won awards for its sound design. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, th- th- this was really good with that. And also, um, you, you know, it wasn't censored in any way. Uh, you know, they dropped the F-bomb a lot of times, you know, like the people doing the films, you know, so it, it did feel that it was, it was part of that, um, alien world. And it kind of took place sort of, uh, about 20 years before aliens, about 37 years or whatever after alien, it was sort of in that, in that period. But, but, but obviously they do do a sort of, um, bit of a naff thing to kind of, uh, yes. <laughs> make it or tie in, which is a little bit, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like that's that's the problem I have with reading some media times is you know looking for the big big red button. Yes, yes, and 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 they have to have it. But I, but I have to say, in terms of the voice cast on this, really really good. And and seriously, the the actress that did um did did Ripley, I was absolutely convinced I was listening to Sigourney Weaver. I mean, it it, it is uncanny. It really is. So, Laurel Lefko, um, I think it is. That's it. That's that's that. Who I, you know, I, I I've not seen a picture of her, and I'm kind of glad about that because in my head I see Sigourney Weaver, you know, uh, young Sigourney Weaver, and uh, um, y- you know, I kind of don't want that kind of ruined, if you know what I mean. So, uh, but but no, I, I, it it was it was uh, a really entertaining um, little sort of four four and a half hour adventure. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. So thank you for the recommendation because, uh, uh, and I am going to listen to the, there are two more you said. Yeah. Within that sort of river of pain, which is the fall of Hadley's hope and then sea of sorrows, which is kind of like a sequel to the first one. Hmm. Um, in terms of it being all the planety stuff. Yeah. Uh, sea of sorrows was, was really good. And it is a, a direct follow on from out of the shadows. Um, River of Pain was was okay. I mean, I had read the Dark Horse version of of that. Before, See, I never so. liked that. Yeah. It, oh, this was based on a comic, was it? No, it, no, it, there there, there was. Rips, a, yeah, yeah, it rips a bit, a few pieces from that comic. Yeah, um, right. It's not like based on it okay. as such. Yeah. Um, that all those three books have certain problems in them that come from from fox because they they were all sort of like fox's ideas and it's like what we were saying earlier with fan service um you know with with ripley's inclusion in that one because fans love ripley and then with um river of pain with the colonial marines because everybody loves colonial marines yes (laughs) yes yeah 
they 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 are better than they should be considering you know they're sort of studio mandated kind of books yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. and like you were saying keith you know the the experience of of how well those dramas are put together kind of make up for any of that kind of stuff while you're listening to them yeah oh yeah yeah no it was really good it was it was really well done and uh i i was i was really happy i was like fucking hell i wish i'd sorted out my audible account ages ago you know <laughs> it's kind of like uh y- y- you know good good to listen to that and in, in, instead of the numerous podcasts that i tend to listen to so uh it, it was a good bit of entertainment on, on, on a drive so um yeah and, and then you recommend the the predator prequel novel to to the film yeah that, you that was good that? That was good, and and the anthology, if it bleeds, I, that one's great as well. Okay, nice. All right, Excellent. cool, excellent. Well, any final um, things or thoughts that you want to say about the 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 massive Predator franchise um, before we wrap this up? Then let's just hope this doesn't kill it. Um, but then again, we had to wait what twenty years between Predator Two and and uh, predators was it 20 was it 10 um yeah it was a nice chunky weight there mm. so even if this does go into hibernation I just hope this ancillary stuff in the middle you know being as it's one of the things i'm really interested in it's just be nice to make sure that there's always that expanded universe stuff coming out to tide me over <laughs> yeah no absolutely simon um well, you know, let's see what happens, uh, what the fallout is for this film. It'll probably be, as we say, probably another chunk of time before uh, we see another Predator film. And hopefully it'll be something, I know, better. I mean, it's just, it's kind of like, what do you do with it now? Yeah. Yeah, I must admit they put themselves in a bit of a place with it, and 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 obviously it's it's a shame that there's such a dark shadow hanging over this film because of the other controversy as well. You know, it's 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 just a shame that the state of things really. But um, yeah, yeah. but uh, you know, we we we've we I say the same as I do about the Alien films is oh well, we've always got the first two. <laughs> so <laughs> yes. Exactly, <laughs> and I and I will revisit Predators at some point um, and give that another chance because, um, as I said, I haven't watched it in a while, and uh, you know, I, I was much the same as with this film. Was I kind of enjoyed it when I was watching it, and then the more I thought about it afterwards, I started having issues with it. But um, you know, that's that's my own doing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, um, Aaron, uh, where can people find out more about uh, uh, the AVP website? Um, our homepage is avpgalaxy.net. Oh, my life, I had to think about it for a minute there. Uh, avpgalaxy.net. <laughs> uh, we're on all the socials as either AVP Galaxy or Alien vs. Predator Galaxy vs. as in VS. Um, and that's Facebook, uh, Twitter um youtube and instagram as well if you just like looking at pretty pictures instagram's there yeah and it is extremely comprehensive what you've got there i mean you 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 have literally delved into every facet of both of these franchises and uh 
yeah, I mean, it, it really is. Put this way, if I if I if I want to find something out now about any of the the films, you know, it will be one of the places I'm visiting for sure. So, um, really good work there, mate. <laughs> Thank you. It is a team effort. I will say that I'm not going to claim all the credit. I do have a couple of other guys who help. Um, so, I'm, we all appreciate that. Cool. And Keith, where can people find out more about your work? Uh, yeah, well, if you go to um, YouTube and you put in British Isles, that's E-Y-L-E-S, as in my last name, um, you can see some short films that I've made there. Um, alternatively, if you put my name into IMDB, you can see uh, you know, past, present, future credits uh, up there as well. And very shortly, uh, there's going to be a web series release that i was involved in called rebecca gold so if you put rebecca gold web series um there's a youtube page to subscribe to and then there's loads of information on facebook and other social media and as always you can find my work at uh, independentrunnings.com uh, you can listen to this podcast on itunes stitcher youtube and all good podcast providers Uh, You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Movie Heaven, Movie Hell. And please leave us a rating and review on iTunes and Stitcher. It all helps. So, come to the end of another uh, packed episode. (laughs) Yeah, one day we will get back to Movie Heaven, Movie Hell, won't we? We will, yes. (laughs) But... uh... But these specials seem to be quite popular with people. So, uh, and I enjoy doing them selfishly. So, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't enjoy it, what would be the point? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So, that just leaves me to thank uh, Aaron for coming on. No worries. Thank you for the invite. I always love having a, a good nerd out session. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I hope you join us for the next episode of Movie Heaven, Movie Hell. <laughs>